Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Rev. Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Hallelujah! So it's not the irritation, it's your response. Yeah. That is why we have to give you steroids. And the, 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 what the storage does, the, the, the storage tore down your response. So instead of you overreacting, the storage cooled you down. So what I'm preaching to you is like spiritual steroids to pull you down so you don't overreact. Can I get an amen? Tell your neighbor, cool down. That's all. Because you see, the, the, the response is the, the, the irritant. The irritant is the same. We all get irritated by the same thing. It's more of our response. That is why Prophet Bishop said one time he was counseling a couple. He was counseling a couple. And the man said, Bishop, I'm tired. I'm leaving my wife. And Bishop, why? He said, No, no, no. I can't marry this woman again. He said, I cannot marry her again. So he said, Why? He said, If you like, come to my house. Come to my house. Cobwebs. Cobwebs. They are cobwebs. All over there in the corner. How can I leave it a woman who cannot clean their cobwebs? So Bishop said, when the guy said cobwebs, he said, hey! Cobwebs! You know what cobwebs are? Mike, you know what cobwebs are? He said, hey! Cobwebs! So when he went home, he said, he started looking to... <laughs> Everywhere. How many men 
woman is crying, they say, hey, I grew up, the child is crying. <laughs> so it's your reaction. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? So the, he said that offenses will never necessarily come. So we are talking about how to deal with it. Amen. And I'll be going through the series. Hallelujah. Because you see, you'll be destroyed by your reaction. I mean, I know children. That means your, your little brother, don't bother me. Don't bother me. Stop it. Stop. And they don't stop. And then because you get angry and you throw a chair. Who has done that before? Thank you very much. What, I like honestly. What did you do? What did you do? Tell me what you did. Give me a microphone. What did you do? No, no, children are confessing. <laughs> what did you do? What happened? What did you do? Okay, hear him. Mike. Huh? Okay. I threw the chair really hard and eventually hit him. A chair at who? Christian. Christian. What was Christian doing? He was trying to wrestle, but I don't wrestle. And so you go and so you threw a chair. I hit him. A chair. Yeah. You threw a chair at him? Yeah. And you hit him? Yeah. And what did your mom do? Quacko! Hallelujah. May you receive some spiritual steroids. Hallelujah. So that's what we're talking about. And I went to some points with you last week. Amen. And uh, one of the things I talked about last week is that see, never decide to revenge. So what I shared with you last week is very important. Don't, don't, don't revenge. Do not revenge. To revenge is an overreaction. Amen. To revenge is an overreaction. Leave that to God. The Bible says, God said that vengeance is mine. Hallelujah. Vengeance is mine. Because you see, your natural and your carnal self that when somebody irritates you, you want to revenge. Payback. But payback is dangerous. Leave that to God. Because an eye for an eye, like somebody said, leads to a blind world. So vengeance is mine. And God is better at punishing anybody than you. Hallelujah. Including punishing your husband. I don't even want to go there. I said including punishing your husband. And you know, you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean about the punishment. You decide that you are sleeping in chairs and <laughs> I will punish you. You are not moved to a different room. Or even if you are in the same room, you are khaki. Jeans. <laughs> punish him. Vengeance is mine. Hallelujah. So that's what I talked about. So many things. No, no, don't forgive quickly. Walk in love. Amen. Today I want to conclude by telling you that you see the best way you see, like they say prevention is better than cure. Sometimes the best way is to protect yourself from getting offended. 
Amen. Shall I tell you? That's the best way. Because, you see, the best way sometimes is protect yourself so you don't get hit. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because sometimes when you are hurt, it's difficult to deal with it. Amen. You must learn to protect yourself. You see, in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter, <coughs> give, me, give me the yes. You are my assistant. Where else will you be preaching to? Yeah, he's, my, he's my boy. Do you know why I like Aaron? Should I tell you why I like him? Should I tell you? Should I tell you why I like Aaron? You see, I like Aaron. I, 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 I'm going to tell on you, you know. I'm going to tell on you, you know. <laughs> you see, the thing about Aaron is that he doesn't always do the writing. Okay, no, 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 no. He will mess up here, he will mess up there. But the good thing about Aaron is that when he does something wrong, I'm the first person he calls. Do you understand what I'm saying? He always calls me. Hallelujah. He will always call me Reb. Do you understand? So that I can talk on his behalf. And it always works. <laughs> he said, I'm his mediator. So all of you, I'm the mediator. Just call me, amen. Because you know that once I call Reverend, <laughs> it will work. He knows, he knows Reverend is on the side. I'll plead for him. He's a wise man. I like him. He's a wise man. I say, look, Reb, you know, Reb, you know, can I talk to you? Everyone, what again? So I, I think it's like a son. Because that's truthful. That's what they son. I really like him. I don't like the ones who hide. It's no good. Be open. Hallelujah. What did I come for Aaron came to take? <laughs> Aaron the high priest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, what was I crowd? Guard your heart. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4.23. Quickly, who is on the screen? He said, keep your heart with all diligence. Keep your heart. With all, guard it very well. For out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart with what? Keep your heart with what? Why? Because out of it. And it's a very simple explanation, Rose. It means once it enters your heart, you can't control it. So make sure it doesn't enter your heart. Because once it enters, it's difficult. Hallelujah. So guard your heart. Protect your heart. Just simply protect the heart. Which speech in, in simple language, you should avoid certain exposures. Just avoid the exposure. Just avoid the exposure. Prevention is better than to avoid certain experience because when you expose yourself, it will enter your heart. And once it enters your heart, it's no easy. So guard your heart. Hallelujah. Look, simply put, some relationship and some company you have to avoid. Because every time you get it, they hate you. Go in here, they say things that pain you, and your heart, your heart is not a point at the point it will begin to bleed. Hallelujah! 
Look, that is why you have to be very careful when people say that I want to break a relationship. Don't judge them. Because the constant pain is too much. I mean, you're a human being. Your heart is not a sponge. How many times can chuk, 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 chuk? Hallelujah. So guard your heart. Amen. Yeah. So Jesus in the book of John 16 verse 1 said John 16 verse 1 he said these things have I spoken unto you. Why? That you should not be offended. It's in the Bible. These things have I spoken to you. Norabi. So that you will not be offended. In other words, I'm going to give you an advance notice. So that when it happens, you will not be offended. Because once you're offended, it's dangerous. So this thing have I spoken to you. It's more like I am immunizing you. I'm warning you so that when it happens, you will not be offended. Because once you're offended, it enters your heart. It's dangerous. Hallelujah. That's things have I spoken to you. So that you will not be offended. That you, this is have I spoken to you, that you should not be offended. So I'm telling, I'm telling you certain things. I'm telling you certain things. I am giving you immunization. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So when we read 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 1. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 1. 1 Peter 4 1. For as much as then as Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind. Arm yourself with the same mind. For he that has, you see, as much as Christ has suffered in the flesh, you to arm yourself. Arm yourself with the same mind. Be prepared for it. Arm yourself. That a suffering, a time will come you will suffer. A time will come somebody will irritate you. Somebody will betray you. So arm yourself with that mind. After all, those of you who did the literature, they said to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Is that English literature? Or you don't know that how to? Hey, that's what I don't know whether you're a science student or a student. Which one are you? Are you a science or a student? Yeah. <laughs> Not I can tell. To be forewarned. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. Hallelujah. So arm yourself. Arm yourself. So that you don't overreact. You don't go into spiritual anaphylactic shock. I didn't say anaphylactic. I said anaphylactic. <laughs> anaphylactic shock. Anaphylactic shock is an extreme allergic reaction. Whereby all your system begins to react. You, you, you produce a lot of white cells, leukotriene, and therefore you become your vessel, everything dilates, and you, you can't breathe through this. You swell up because you are going into an extreme reaction. An extreme reaction will cost you. Like that stupid husband who got angry with their wife. And when you, it's a true story. I mean, uh, my, my dear sister, he was so angry, he went to the dining hall, removed the, opened the cabinet, and opened the plate. 
after who will pay for it? <laughs> after you act like that, who will pay for it? Extreme anaphylaxis. Hallelujah. So arm yourself. Arm yourself. You threw the chair. And now you, you are the one who got into trouble. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm yourself. Amen. So what are some of the things that the Lord Jesus Christ, this are, and these are the words of Jesus. What are some of the things that Jesus warned us in advance? Number one, Jesus warned us that we should expect to experience pressure and trouble in this world. John chapter 16 verse 33. John 16 33. John 16, John 16, quickly. 16, 16, when he says, I've, I've told you. Then 13, he said, This things have I spoken unto you, that you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. For have He said, In the world, you have tribulation, pressure. Pressure. There is pressure in the world. There is pressure in the world. In the world, you have tribulation. You have pressure. But I've already warned you. So that when the pressure comes, you'll be at peace. When the pressure comes, when the pressure comes, because some people cannot stand pressure. You are so irritable. You are so offended. Because, I mean, look, there are pressures in life. So, don't become a nasty person because you are having a hard time at work. There's pressure. Because your boss is putting a deadline, now you are nasty. You are easily offended. That's pressure. There is financial pressure. The fact that you are broke, that's no means you insult everybody. you are broke. It's the money. It's the money. It's the money. I'm telling you, it is the money. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. It is what? The money. Because this same father, the day he gets money, he takes the children to McDonald's. He, so your anger is the money. <laughs> it's the money. But let me tell you something. Financial pressures are part of life. Even the rich, from time to time, they go broke. Hallelujah. Yeah. Nobody can talk to you because you don't. Have, you know you are broke. Nobody can talk in the house. So angry. 
it is worse if, if it's the if it's the so mothers um so fathers can even handle financial so mothers cannot so women cannot stand it at all and a woman who is nasty when she's broke is terrible if you marry such a woman pray <laughs> I said pray if you marry a woman who is nasty when there's no money pray about it yeah pressure sometimes there will be health challenges but don't become nasty can I preach it to you don't become nasty they will be Jesus said I warned you I warned you you have tribulation you have but don't be nasty don't be offended pressure sometimes there's marital pressure Oh, marital pressure is one though. Marital pressure. Pressure because of marriage. Yeah. Pressure. You can see that your life is literally because of one small marriage. Now you can't go out and come in at the same time. Everything you need permission, you need permission for that. It's too much. Is it marriage? Eh? There's pre-marriage pressure, inside marriage pressure, and after marriage pressure. <laughs> oh yeah! Everything about the whole institution is pressure. If you are not married, when you get married to her, after you divorce to her, So as, as if that as much as you are nice, yes, well, it is part once you marry, there'll be trouble. Oh, it's in the Bible. Oh, Reverend, so I shouldn't marry. No, it is still better to marry. I said it is still better. In spite of the trouble, it is still better to marry. But I expect there will be trouble. Show must have this day that we're in this world. We have trouble. Yesterday, a brother was telling me that, hey, Jesus Christ was very wise. So. <laughs> a brother told me that Jesus Christ is very wise. So. I said, why? He said, he knew something that we didn't know. <laughs> this brother was, was preaching to me. Oh. He said, Jesus Christ knew something. I said, what, what, what did he know? He said, Reverend, he knew something we didn't know. I said, why? He said, he must know something about marriage. That's why he didn't marry. <laughs> Because the pressure he was he had gone through, he said, Jesus Christ knew something. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that you see what I'm saying that there's pressure everywhere. Amen. So he said, I've warned you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't be offended. Don't be offended. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pressure. Don't be offended. Hallelujah. And then two, he warned us also that because of what you believe, the world will hate you. 
John 15, 18. John 15, 18. He said that if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before. And that's what he said. He said, if the world hates you. You see, there's a certain hate that they hate you because of your faith. Amen. There's a certain faith because, because of what you believe, the world will hate you. Hallelujah. Huh? And if you're a Christian, you don't worry if the world hates you. The world will hate you because, you, because of your faith. They will laugh at you. They'll say you're not cool. They say you are too dull. Come on, what's wrong with smoking a joint? You boring. What do you say? You boring. Give me the words. You're boring. You know what? Uh. <laughs> um, you're a scaredy cat. You know what? A scaredy cat. A scaredy cat. Okay. What else? Huh? Whack. Whack. You're whack. What's that? Whack. Yeah, you whack. You like whack. You boring. You whack. What else? You can't hang. You can't hang. What else did they say? Because of your faith. You're killing the vibe. You're killing the vibe! Can you feel the vibe? You're killing the vibe! <laughs> I like my sense, you know. You're killing what? The vibe. Can you feel the vibe? You're killing the vibe. You're killing the vibe. Killing the vibe, but you're not killing the vibe. Expect it. Expect it. They hated Jesus Christ. They told Jesus Christ he's killing the vibe. So they'll hate you. Hallelujah. So don't be offended by it. Do you know what I'm saying? Do not be offended by it because you're a Christian. Because of what you believe, the world will hate you. The world hates the church. Do you know people hate you because of my faith? You see, one time, eh, Ed Francisca, one time, I knew that somebody was setting a trap for me at work. I knew. You see, because of my faith, I don't endorse certain sexual behaviors. Because of my faith, I don't accept, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in certain sexual perversions. You can believe in whatever you believe. I must also be allowed to believe whatever I believe. That's what I'm saying. Because of my faith. Just based on my faith. I know that marriage between a man and a woman. You can believe whatever you want to believe. That's your problem. But I knew a trap was being set. Because they knew I was a pastor. They knew I was a pastor. Somebody, one of those people came around me and tried to act in a funny way and ask a question and see my reaction. Hey. Because if I don't if I, if I respond the wrong way, I can be sent to HR that I am being yeah, discriminated. I'm being homophobic. And I knew clearly that this person is actually like what he says, they asked me to tempting him. This person is actually wants to set a trap for me. Because he knew that I'm a pastor. I'm a man of God. And therefore, that is why he came to me in particular. 
Then you know, I remember the scripture, wise as a serpent. I say, I remember the scripture, wise as a serpent. I gave him a very non-committal answer. He was shocked. Should I tell you? No, no. I gave him a very non-committal answer. At all. He was shocked. He was shocked. No problem. I gave him a very non-committal answer. And I continued doing my work. And he was shocked. Because he was expecting me to answer in a particular way. But I gave him a very non-committal answer. Why such a serpent? Yeah. And the reason why I did that was that it had nothing to do with his salvation. You see, you must never learn to answer questions. If it had to do with salvation, I will stick my neck out. But this one is a foolish question. It's trying to trap me. I will not stick my neck out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why is that a serpent? I gave me a very non commental answer. Because not, it wasn't doing salvation. And I left him. The world will hate you. They'll say you are killing the vine. Yeah. I remember that day. I said, this guy, he's actually trying to. Because they knew. May any person who has set up a trap before you, may they fall in their own trap. The Bible says, He never digs a pit, he shall fall into his own pit. Anybody who is planning against you at your workplace to put you in a trap, may they fall into their own trap. I said, May they fall into their own trap. In Jesus' name. If they dig a pit, they will fall into their pit. Put your hand together for them. In fact, as I'm talking, I don't see the guy at work anymore. I don't even know what happened to him. I have no to have what I can't see any. He's no longer there. Hallelujah. So, don't be afraid that when they, hit, they, don't, they don't like you. Hallelujah. Number three, Tessie, he warned us against. He warned us against rejection. John 16, 2. John 16, 2. John 16, verse 2. Quickly, brother. He warned us against rejection. We just, we'll just look at verse 1. Why is your verse gone? Okay. But it said that they will throw, they will, they, 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 the verse it talks about say they will kick, they will, they will get you out of the, huh? They shall put you out of the synagogue. They shall put you out of the, he was one of his disciples. He's, John 16, when he was talking to the disciples, Kofi, so verse 2 said, one of them will happen, they will say, one of them will happen, they will say, they will put you out of the synagogue. Yeah, a time will come. When you when, uh, that who is actually thinking that's God's the service. In other words, he warned them against being rejected. The synagogue is where everybody gets, but they will throw you out. You see, and let me tell you something. And this is a very important point. One of the things that can offend you is when you are rejected. That's true. That's true. You have no idea. As holy and as good as you think you are, you have not been rejected before. You say, oh, me, I don't care. I'm, let them reject you, you see. Rejection is a very painful thing. Rejection. Most of us, oh, 
I don't really care. Uh, if they take me or they leave me, it's okay. You are lying. They do. You are rejected. Rejection. Rejection is very painful. So he wound them. I, I, I remember clearly that uh, even, even among children, even among children, I remember in the Manhattan church, many years ago, there used to be a gang of little children, like eight, nine, ten years old. They were a group, not children can kill together. And every time a group of children gathered, there's one person who's a leader. There's always a natural born leader. And I remember the leader at that time was a girl called Ajua. So everybody can just, they were all like eight, nine, ten years old. And Ajua was the natural leader. So one day I saw another one of the little students. Christ, I'm not saying you play with me. He has been taken out of the group. <laughs> wow. At that age, she felt rejected. Because Ajua has kicked out of the group. And I'm showing you here there's a leader, there's a natural leader. Who wonder who so, so rejection is painful. Even at that age, the girl was crying. That I've been kicked out. So I went and played with Adrada, oh please. <laughs> Take her back. Come and play with her. Because rejection is painful. Hallelujah. Yeah, rejection. Outside the group. You are rejected. And Jesus warned them. Amen. You see, when you are part of a group, you see, that's what you see. One day, there was, a, there, was, there was an engagement. Engagement. In all of our churches. Engagement. And I was there. I was a pastor. So I showed up. Then when I showed up, I saw that all the friends of the bride were wearing a particular outfit. You know this African outfit? With some hairdo. So they were all sitting there. Then I saw that one particular lady who was on, on the group was wearing something different. Then I heard that she did not get the memo. <laughs> you did not get the memo. So she walking totally different, dressed in white, because she did not get the memo. So later on I found that the, the bride did not want her at the function. She did not get. You see, when you know that you say everyone is there, but you are different. You did not get the memo. They don't want you there. Rejection. You are not included. She didn't get a memo. So you can see that even though we are all a group of friends, and people are like that, we are all a group of friends. But concerning a particular issue, they don't think they want. They don't want you there. I'm preaching. So you will not get a memo. She didn't get a memo. You can see that we are all a group of friends. But on this particular one, we and, she, and you can feel the vibe. I said you can feel the vibe that your presence is not required. I'm preaching to you. 
Because you have one son. But you, because it was obvious. It was obvious. And one time in Manhattan, somebody's parent died. And all the click showed a particular dress. One particular lady was not in that dress. And I realized she too, she did not get the memo. You see, so the way it is deliberate, it's a, they don't want you to get the memo. Yeah. You get the memo. Rejection. Rejection. We have been rejected. It's very painful. And let me tell you something. It can be happening in a church or in an organization. It can actually happen in a church and even an organization. You can see that you are being deliberately uh, sidelined. I'm preaching. In a church. You can see that there is a deliberate effort to sideline you. What is deliberate? Deliberate. You can see that there's a, a deliberate effort. So all the uh, all the theories you are proposing is because of you. All the long talk because they don't want you there. You see, and, and, you see, and let me tell you something. I'm talking about rejection. You see, when you have contributed something, when you have contributed towards something, or you have built up something, and you feel that you are not welcome, that's where the pain comes from. Can feel that you can feel that there is a conscious effort not for you not to be in the group. See, and the, I'm, 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 I'm preaching to normal people, and the pain comes because you feel you have contributed. Yeah, rejection. So it's painful. You feel that things are being done to exclude you. You have to be careful. You'll be hurt. I said you will be hurt. So be careful that you are not hurt. Because rejection is painful. This thing I've spoken to you. And you can see that uh, uh, this reason is what, what I call a quixotic reason. There's something called quixotic. Don't quizote. It's a quixotic reason. You can see that the person is more like a spin doctor trying to spin something, make a story sound true. No, it's because of you. <laughs> quixotic the whole reason is very quixotic it, it hurts you can see that the policy at work is because of you quixotic don't quixot quixotic it's painful you see I'm talking about rejection you see for, for now let's say let's say we want to form a basketball team in the church. Where are the players? Basketball. Who can play? Sarah, basketball team. Basketball players. Who else? Basketball. Basketball. We're going to form. We're going to play Philly. We're going to play against Philly. Stand up. Stand up. Oh, stand up. Oh, yeah. Wow. Who else? Who else play basketball? Who's good? Wow. Spencer. Yeah. This is the, please make a picture of that because we're going to play against Philly. One, two, make sure we don't lose so. <laughs> who else? Who else? Anybody else? Emmanuel. Oh, stand up, stand up here. Yeah. Ask him. We are pushing this out of the basket. Yeah. 
is a hard stance. I said it's a hard stance. We are going for a basketball team. If I don't choose, I, I if I form the team and I don't choose her, she won't be offended. <laughs> Do you think she'll be offended that I form a basketball team in the church? That I did not call you. And the reason why she will not be offended because she has nothing to contribute. She doesn't know basketball, so she will not, so she will not feel rejected. I said she will not feel what? Rejected. But if I say let's form a prayer chain, prayer warriors, and I don't have her. <laughs> if I say let's form a prayer warrior, and I don't have her name, she will wonder what have I done? Is there anything wrong? Is that she will feel rejected? But if I don't add her to the basketball team, <laughs> so the fear of rejection comes when you think you can do something, you have contributed to something, you have helped, and you have, there's a deliberate effort to sideline you. And you should be careful because you can be offended. You can, re- and it can happen in your family. You see, this message is not only even in your family. You can see that some people don't want you there. It can happen at work, and you can make you can you can become resentful. Hallelujah! So Jesus warned them that look, a time will come they will allow you. They will say you are not needed. Hallelujah! But make sure that you are not offended. That's why sixteen one said that this things have I, see, it began by sixteen verse one. This things have I spoken to you that you will not be offended. They began to list the things that can make you offended. Rejection. Rejection. And that's why I use the illustration. You see, you feel rejected when you have something to offer, you have done something. If you can if Irene does not get into the basketball, she won't care a squat. Now that was Florence care. <laughs> I, I didn't make a point guard. Did you hear? I didn't make me center for it. I don't even But that's a rejection. When you offer something. When we help, that is why that is why the most painful breakups breakups I have seen as a pastor. I'm not talking about my relationship. Are the one that the lady felt she had contributed. Yeah. Yeah. I once had a sister in one of our churches, and I was the pastor. 
And she was crying. He was still there. The brother said, we will not marry her again. And it, not that the person said, well, that's what, she wasn't crying because of that. But she was crying because of the investment. Not because the guy said, we will not marry her. He said, Reverend. And the reason the guy gave, hey, quixotic. The guy, the sister said, Reverend, we came here. He was a graduate from another country whose certificate does not apply here. I worked, I did living. I labored. And that's what I'm telling you, it's not a fairy tale. I did living. I worked to pay for his graduate education. He's a graduate and has a job with a financial company in New York. Now he's telling me that he doesn't like me anymore. So I called the brother and I said, What's going on? He said, Reverend, you know, it's not her. I have nothing against her. But you know, you know, in where I work. Sometimes the corporation, well, you know, I mean, the way she's big, she cannot fit. I'm not lying to you. The way she is big. The way she has become fat. I can't take her for corporate meetings. Jesus is Lord. I do something. When she was big, she was not big. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I could look, they were sitting from me. I could see the tears running down the cheeks of the girl. She couldn't stop her crying. And what she told me was that it's not because she doesn't even it's not that. But the rejection. How much I have invested into him. Lord have mercy. Because I know of other situations. I don't like you. And the sister said, me too, I don't like him. It's not a big deal at all. You don't like me? Me too, I don't like you. No problem, let's move on. It's mutual. Because there's no investment here. You don't like me? rejected but this one do you understand rejection but you but I have, I have I have spiritual news for you don't be offended when you are rejected yeah. I said I have good news for you do not be offended when you are rejected why do I say so because your master or savior 
he was rejected. I said what? He was rejected. Amen. Next to each, he, he was put on trial. There was a choice. There was a choice between him and the thief. There was a thief, an armed robber, a murderer, and the savior, and the son of God. And the people said, we prefer Barabbas. A bad person. They chose Barabbas. So rejection does not mean you are bad. The person has made a wrong choice. Somebody rejected you, but they have made a mistake. I'm telling you. It wasn't you. You made a wrong choice. Hallelujah. rejected the son of man. That is why you see I'm so spiritual. That is why in the book of Matthew Matthew 20 I'm telling you sometimes it is a blessing to be rejected. I feel my so somebody here you are rejected but it's actually a blessing. That's why in Matthew 21 42 what did he say? Matthew 21 42 what did he say? He says that Jesus said unto them, Jesus said unto them, Did you never read in the scriptures? Didn't you read another in the scriptures? That the stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. Yeah! You that was rejected, you have become the head of the corner. That's it. Receive that prophecy. Lost doing, it is marvelous in our sight. This is the lost doing, it is marvelous. The fact that they threw you away and you became the important thing, this is the lost doing, and it is marvelous in our sight. So don't worry about rejection. Sometimes it is the lost doing so that you will become the cornerstone. Can somebody hear me preaching? That is why somebody can fire you from a job, but one day, one day, you will employ the person. Ah, what is this? I'm not, I just remember one particular cornerstone story. It was, it was about marriage. It was a true story. It was about marriage. It was a girl who was dumped by a boy. And she first sat. But later on, another man, another man decided to marry her. And can you believe the man who married her had to employ the other guy? <laughs> I mean, tell us like this. I mean, the man who married her was the boss of the guy who rejected her. The stone that was rejected has become the cornerstone. And it is marvelous in our sight. Is it possible that the guy who rejected you now become your employee? That's it. I mean, I don't know how the girlfriend to go back to work. 
consumer are madame. <laughs> and madame is saying pepe. Yeah. I, I don't think it, it, it means very much work at all. I think I was about to leave the job. <laughs> because a madame that you have. Even once you haven't done anything, how they can boss you? And I'm saying, why not have something against you? Hey! Yeah. So he said, so, so sometimes rejection. He said, have you not read? Have you not read? And you know, Jesus, you see, those who want to know Bible, Bible, Bible students, you see, Jesus was quote, you see, he says, it is, have you not read in the scriptures? Because it was in the Bible. It was in Psalm 118, verse 22. Heard that it was there. Psalm, look, let's go to Psalm 1, because Psalms were before Jesus. So Jesus had read Psalm 118, verse 22. The stone which the builder refused is become the head of the cornerstone. So Jesus was quoting this Bible that don't worry about being rejected. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because I know people who were fired and started their own business. And their business grew that they were now competing with the guy who fired them. Yeah. Like you set up a tech company because it fired you. Now your tech company becomes big that is competing with the guy who fired you. Amen. Let that be your story. I said, let that be your story. It's marvelous. Marvelous. It's the green of the Lord. And it's marvelous. It is marvelous in our eyes. So don't worry about being rejected. Because it will surprise you. That the guy who rejected you now needs a job from your company. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. So, as much, so, so when you think about that, you will not, you will not feel offended. Hallelujah. Yeah. A good, another good example is our bishop. Our prophet. When he started the church, I, 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 I'm his classmate, so I know what I'm talking about. I, and was, I'm, I'm not giving you a third-hand story. I was there. You know when you start a church, you want the men of God to recognize you. So he sent invitations, come and preach in our church. One man after God said, no, no, no. Nobody accepted him. Nobody. Rose, no, not even one single preacher in Ghana accepted us. Yes. One of them actually sent a message that I don't show among tongues. And the other one, not only did he say he will not come, but after he said he won't come, he came to do a massive program at Kolebu where we are. I mean, he brought men. I mean, at the time we were meeting with, you know, the domestic speakers. That's the church. I mean, we were students. Microphone was a quarter microphone. And then we want to invite this man. We say he won't come. And not only did he come, the following he came to do an international program. 
I mean the screens and the microphones. We say, hey! A third one told him that, look, concentrate on your school. These are all great men of God. I don't want to mention their names. So at the point, he had nowhere to go. I'm preaching to you a spiritual message. At a point, he had nowhere to go but to turn his face to God. Sometimes you need to be rejected so you can turn your face to God. Can I get an amen? Amen. Because if they have accepted you, you will not turn your face to God. Sometimes they are rejecting so that you can turn your face to God. Because nobody wanted him. So he knew that nobody wanted him anymore. So he turned to God. That if anybody can help me, it is God. And today, now look at his church. Look at where he has reached. And now everybody wants to associate with him. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. I can give a lot of testimonies. Another week, this about our church. Rejection. When we started the church, we all students were broke. So we found our new church building. A, a rundown cinema hall. And then so let's go and buy this building and use it for a church. And when we went at the price at that time was hundred thousand US dollars. At that time. Hundred thousand US dollars. <laughs> so he said he said, Maybe we should go to a bank and get a loan. <laughs> so he wrote letters and went to a bank. And one bank after the other told him that, uh-uh, we don't give loan to such people. <laughs> a loan to you? You got nothing. It's like Loretta coming for 100,000 loan. <laughs> no. Zero. Rejected. But you know, do you know what he did? He said, when it happened, then God showed him a, 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 a wisdom. A, a vision and a wisdom. That's why, that's why he wrote the book Frugality. That you don't need to go to an institution. You don't need to go to a bank. From today, begin to count your pennies. That's what the Holy Spirit spoke to him. From today, begin to count your pennies. For I am your supplier. So that's where the book Frugality was written from. So, so his adversity to death. That's what we should talk about. Don't be in debt. Don't be in debt. It was out of that rejection. God showed him a revelation that you can count your pennies and trust God. So now look at us. Now he has churches all over the world. Millions of dollars of buildings, including this one. Debt free. Because when he started, he was rejected. And God told him that don't go borrowing. Begin to count your pennies. That's a word for somebody. Tell your neighbor, don't go borrowing. I said, tell your neighbor, don't go borrowing. Begin to count your pennies. That's it. You see, the Holy Spirit spoke to him that I don't want you to borrow. So sometimes the rejection is part of God's plan. Hallelujah. Huh? And then finally, this is for all of us as, as a family. Listen, offenses, 
fighting, bickering, quarreling is a sign of demonic invasion. Thank you. It is. It is a sign of demonic invasion. So, as there's so much quarrel in your home, Satan has entered there. James chapter 3, verse 16. James chapter 3, verse 16. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. So, as there's a lot of quarreling in your homes, you need to be spiritual. Take a step back. Satan has entered there. and every evil work. That is why you must fight against divisions and envy and quarreling because it opens the door for Satan. Jesus said that the prince of this world, he cometh, he has nothing in me. Fight against it. The father you are easily offended, you are easily irritated, it's a sign that an evil spirit has entered you. why in a beautiful church like this one of the things that we pray against the father is divisions it's what divisions you see just, just just in case you know by the way i'm the pastor of this church i am the overall pastor of this church what i say is what we should do nobody should guard that when i say something and form splinter groups you are evil you are evil don't bring division among us me and my mom, we are cool. Aren't we cool? Don't bring division. Me and Michael, we are cool. Aren't we cool? Michael, we cool? Don't bring divisions. It is a sign of satanic invasion. Don't form camps within the church. Don't. It's evil. It's evil. It is a sign Satan has entered. heads is a monster. I say anything that has two heads what? It's a monster. I'm preaching. So this little, little, you know, uh, um, well, I mean, if Reverend said that, I'm, but you know, I'm also saying, who are you? Same with your house. When you see quarreling, when you see strife, Satan has entered. That is why you have to pray. That is why you have to rise up and pray. The anger of your husband is not normal. An evil spirit has entered him. The anger of your wife is not normal. An evil spirit has entered her. Fight against it. Pray. Hallelujah. For where envy and strife is confusion. That is why we strive hard to maintain a homogeneous flowing church. It does not mean that we, it does not mean that we are perfect. We have issues. We have our problems. But we strive hard to maintain a homogeneous flowing church so that the devil does not enter. 
doesn't mean we are perfect all the time. We got our problems. Same with your family. Listen, I'm saying a spiritual thing. A house, listen to me, my God. A house divided among itself cannot stand. No matter how much you earn, if you are divided, you cannot stand. No matter how anointed you may be, I may be, all of us may be, if we are not united, we cannot stand. The presence will not come. By this shall men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. From today, every subgroup in the church must end, otherwise, you are Satan. house divided among itself cannot stand. Let there be one voice in the house. Let I beg you, I'm going on my knees. Let there be one voice in the house. I'm begging you, madam. I'm begging you, sir. Let there be one voice in the house. Not the voice of the father, the voice of the mother. It's, it is seen and it's exploited and the house cannot stand. Agree with the father, but don't argue in front of the children. I, they just, just agree. When you go to the bedroom, you can go and sort out the difference because a house divided among itself cannot stand. Please stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mashakata, let's pray for unity. Let's pray that will be one. Let's pray that we do and pray. Canada will not be divided. We fight, we fight any satanic invasion. Mashaka Tandaliaba. Pray for you. See, listen, pray wherever you are. Is it your home? Is it your church? Pray that you will be united. Fight divisions. Fight satanic invasion. Among your friends. Fight division, oh God. Mashaka Tandaliaba. Misandaliaba. Mekandaliaba. For Egyptian, where there is evil, confusion, oh God. And every evil work, oh God. Mashaka Tandaliaba. Divided among yourself cannot stand. It does not mean we will not have differences. It does not mean we will not 
sisters move in, but we are united. Let the home not be divided. Let the church not be divided. For a house divided among itself cannot stand. For a house divided among itself cannot stand. For a house divided among itself cannot stand. There is more benefits and strength in unity than in division. I have to turn to her and sing you are my brother you are my sister sing to her so take me everybody everybody look at somebody together we father friend father brother and the sister sing sing father brother and sing there's no fault that can deceive us when we're walking side by side find your friend find your friend find your friend find your brother It's a, it's a prophetic word. Oh, yes. Okay. The difference between there are two USAs in the world. There are two USAs in the world. Or, or, no, 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 there could have been two USAs. There could have been two USAs in the world. But there's only one USA. There could have been two USAs. But there's only one USA. There's the United States of America. But that's not like the United States of Africa. strength in unity. Don't fight with your wife. Don't fight with your husband. Because there is strength. Two is better than one. You are my brother. You are my sister. You are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hand. Let me find somebody. Your friend. Let me find your friend. Let's look. There's no fool that can defeat us when we're walking There's a married couple here. Prophetic way. And I speak to you prophetically. Jesus. 
you are struggling with your relationship my god there's a lot of animosity but I'll, I'll give you a key the key is that if you can see the person not as a husband or wife but as a brother my god a sister my god see the person as a christian brother and as a christian sister it will help you to forgive oh yes because the pain is too much oh yes lift up your hand and let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you oh yes cause us to walk in unity cause us to love walk in love father we even thank you that the stone that the builders rejected mm. has become the cornerstone jesus we thank you for that rejection mm. we thank you for not being accepted because by that you have lifted us up oh yes pray for every hand that is lifted up thank you jesus may the rejection make us become a cornerstone oh yes what was meant to be a stumbling block may it become a stepping stone oh jesus let the stumbling block become a stepping stone instead of it calling you to fall may you rather stand on it and go higher jesus thank you in jesus name amen amen now with every eye closed and every head bowed yes you are here you are not born again you don't know jesus christ as your personal savior the bible says what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul don't reject jesus christ don't reject him if you reject him it will not be easy it will not be easy for you so with every eye closed and every head bowed you came to church you heard me preach you are young you are old maybe there's a young person here today give your life to christ wherever you are lift up your hand and i pray for you lift up your hand don't reject jesus christ don't reject him don't reject the Savior. There may not be a second chance. There may not be a second chance. So don't reject the Savior. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Father, we thank you for salvation. Thank you for the Son of God who shed his blood for us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. And let's come and honor the Lord with your first and best. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everybody come with your first and best. Come honor the Lord with your first and best. our church don't worry lift up the, let's come for the communion once you get your first and best ready thank you holy spirit oh jesus drink this is my blood which was poured out for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Oh, Jesus. For my flesh is sweet indeed, and my 
say that our Lord Jesus Christ in the night in which he took the bread, in, in the night which he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. Jesus. Say, this is my body. See, when he's talking about the body, he's talking about the church. That is why we are one body. I may be the head. You may be the eyes. I may be the nose. You may be the mouth. It's still part of the body. Different functions, but we all belong to the same body. And as we partake of this broken body, may every division in our midst be healed. May every part of our body that is broken be healed. Jesus. Thank you for healing. In Jesus' name. Let broken relationships be healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The body of Christ. that same night he took the cup he said this is my blood of the new covenant as often as you do it you do it in remembrance of me thank you for healing thank you for protection thank you for divine guidance what next what next what next what next may the hotness be revealed I said may the hotness be revealed May you walk in the light. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bring the blood. In the book of Exodus, it says that and this sh- there shall be a curse. There shall be a curse. And the curse is that you will grope at noonday as a blind person. In other words, it's a curse to be blind. It's a to be blind means you don't know where you are going. You can't see what you are doing because you can't figure your way out. So in Galatians, he said that he became a curse. That we may not be under the curse. So as you have partake of this communion, instead of groping in darkness, not knowing what to do next, what job to do, what school to go, where to relocate, who to marry, instead of groping in darkness, may you know what to do next. 
may God by his divine spirit show you where to go what to do may you have light may you see where you are going in Jesus name Amen be seated first and best Let's honor the Lord with our first and best. Yeah, you will not be blind anymore. You know where to go. I say you will not be, you know where to go. I say you will know where to go. Richard, you will know where to go. Your life will not be a gamble anymore. No more luxury in your life. You will know where to go. No more gambling. You will know where to go. Amen. Because it is a case to be blind. Over, you know where to go, amen. As you come, I want come, come. I'm, I'm still waiting for you to come with your first and best. Everybody, come with your first and best. Yes, I'm giving you a prophetic word, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't pay your first and best. Come with your first, yeah. You know where to go, you know where to go, you know where to go, you know where to go. You will know where to go. There's somebody here. Your life has been like a lottery. You keep on gambling. Because you don't know where to go. But today, under the action of the prophet direction, God will show you exactly where to go, Amen. what to do. Amen. No more darkness. No more walking in darkness. It's clear now. Yes. It's clear now. Yes. It's clear now. Yes. It's clear now. And I hear the Spirit saying that amazingly, the light was very near to you, but you didn't see. It's something that you know already, but you didn't know it was the way. But that's the way. That's the way. That's the way. Because now the light has come. Father, we thank you for those who have come to honor you with their first numbers. Bless them and favor them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. We will remember. Yes, Lord. We will remember. God bless you. God bless you. The works of your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We will stand and give you praise. For great is thy faithfulness. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You see, in the Old Testament, every offering had a name. I believe today there's an vision offering, an offering to thank God that now I can see. Because in the Old Testament, it said burnt offering, this for peace offering. I believe that we are taking a vision offering now. I can see. 
So come and honor the Lord with your vision offering. Lift it up. Everybody lift it up and let's honor the Lord with our vision offering. Because, Lord, I'm thanking you because now I can see. 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 It's like a light bulb. Ping! Has come on. Thank you. Lift it up. Father, we thank you for this offering. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you believe in the prophetic, you give an offering. Give, it shall be given to you. Now I can see. Rest down, shaken together. Run it over. Run it over. Run it over. Do you want the overflow? I should choose what school I should go to now I can see hallelujah and there is somebody here can I give the word of prophecy can I give the word of prophecy now there is somebody here God is saying that now I can see who I should avoid avoid that person let's avoid it yeah I can see it God said that avoid because association will keep on taking you down and worrying you. Avoid that person. I can see. I can see who to avoid. Because it has not helped you. You know, I believe I should, I should flow. Okay? I believe strongly. You understand? Because the, 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 I just saw a snake. It's like, you, it's like you are living in the house. There's a snake near you. And one wrong move, you'll be beaten. But the snake has been revealed. I said the snake has been revealed. I said the snake has been revealed. I said the snake has been revealed. Now you will not walk into that poison again. You know clearly who to avoid. Because the snake has been revealed. You know what the Spirit is telling me? He says, the feeling of uneasiness when you come around that person is a sign that that person is the snake. Because if I told there's a snake here, you will not feel comfortable. Feeling of uneasiness is not normal. It is a sign that there is something dangerous around.
Avoid it. Amen. The Bible says God reveals to redeem. He reveals to redeem. He reveals to redeem. You need to go higher. Avoid. Yeah. We are spiritual people. I have, to, I have to give the prophecy. It's not, it's not the feeling of nervousness and that it's not normal. It is a sign that spiritually there is something dangerous around. It's over. I say it's over. I say it's over. Because your eyes are open now. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for the Lord. We can see you. The fact that we don't talk about them, we can see. We can see. I can really see. I can really see. I can clearly see it. Clearly. I can see. Clearly. I mean, I can see clearly. 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 You will not be fooled again. I say you will not be fooled again. Well, let's go on with that. Should I pray for you? Should I pray for you? You are looking at me. Should I pray for you? I'm asking you a question. Should I pray for you? You're looking at me. Come and let me pray for you. Because I can see. Father, thank you. For clarity of vision. For direction. Thank you that the way is smooth. The path is clear. Thank you, Lord. For a good end. Because the way is smooth. The path is clear. No more traps, no more dangerous path. You will know what to go, where to go, what to do, and what to say. Amen. This type of can I pray for you? I'm still looking at you again. Can I pray for you? Come. I'm I'm, I'm serious because I can see. You see, let me tell you something. I, I'm going to prove, but I'm going to show what I saw. You see, you want to go from here to here, but because of this darkness, this will keep on happening. Keep on bumping your foot like this. Keep on hurting yourself. But now, let's go to say that there's light because it's not a long journey. But the reason why you are bumping your legs is because you can see. But now that you can see, it's a very short journey. <laughs> Give me oil. Let me pray for Rachel. I need oil to pray for him. 
please, if you want to go home, you can go home. I, I just thank you. I pray for you. It's not a long journey at all. It's not long. It's not long, Richard. It's not long. It's like this. But because you can see. Father, thank you for a son. Anoint him. And I favor him. Let the road be clear. Let the vision be clear. Father, no more wandering in the wilderness. The curse of blindness is removed. He sees clearly. And the expected end is come. May you enter your expected end. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's not a long road at all, Richard. It's not. See? Yeah, it's not a long road at all. Straight. But the reason why you are going over the gospel, oh, you can't see. But now you can see. God is telling that He will speak to you through a book, a vision. You know exactly what to do. Should I pray for you? <laughs> Me, I'm praying for people. Oh. So, Father, thank you for, your, for the vision. You see clearly. You will see clearly. There will be no ambiguity. There will be no doubt. For I will speak and you will hear. I will talk and you will hear. You will dream and you will see. That's say the spirit of God. I have favored you. I have favored you. I have favored you. What people are going around in circles, you will see clearly. Your path is straight because you have been obedient to my voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, give me some music. I mean, I would like to close, but I can't close one. Yes, I would like to close, but I can't. Karima Sukatandariya Baba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You will see. You will see. You will see. Makandaliya Baba. No more in the bushes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The head of the snake is cut off. It's cut off. Thank you. Thank you. You will see. You will see. You will see. You will see clearly. You will see clearly. The journey is short. The way is clear. Receive clarity. Receive clarity. Receive clarity. The ministry, the call. It will be clear. It will be clear. No more going around. No more going around in circles. You will see clearly in Jesus' name. I can't you. You are the one that has to Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come is born of God, overcome the world. This is born of God. It will overcome the world. It will overcome the world. It will overcome the world. Let the vision be clear. Let the purpose be clear. Thank you. May you see clearly. May you see clearly. May you see clearly. May you see clearly. You will not be deceived again. No more deception. You will not be deceived. Watch by you will. 
Now you know. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Sick Lally. Sick
One with seven eyes, it means I see in all direction. You see in every direction. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hmm. I will give you a, a, the last word for the day. Listen. There's somebody here you are living in fear. Amen. There's somebody here you are living in fear. This is another prophetic. You are living in fear. You are afraid. And the Spirit is telling me, the Spirit is telling me that the reason why you are afraid is because you lack knowledge. 
it is your lack of knowledge that is producing the fear because you don't know what to do and do you know do you know what, what he's telling me is that, you see the reason why you are afraid of a swimming pool is because you don't know how to swim that is why when you see a swimming pool you are scared because it means death to you but if you know how to swim the swimming pool will rather become a delight so the basis of your fear and your anxiety is because a certain knowledge is not there but this afternoon lift up your hand and receive the key of knowledge receive the key of knowledge receive the key of knowledge because of the knowledge you will not fear put your hands together for the Lord See, when you come swimming, they bring you near water, you are afraid. But people, someone who knows how to swim, when he sees water, he's excited. Because you don't know how to swim. That is why the water is making you fear. So the solution to that fear is knowledge. Receive the key of knowledge. I say receive the key of knowledge. I feel it. The key of knowledge. You'll be very calm because now you know. Oh, I feel that presence here. I think we have to close. Hmm? We have to close, but why are you afraid of a diagnosis? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Receive the key of knowledge of the miraculous power of God. He said, when he brought the, when they made the 5,000, Philip said, there are so many people. What shall we do? But the Bible said, Jesus, Jesus, he himself, knowing what to do, he knew. So whereas Philip and Andrew was panicking, Jesus was calm. Because Jesus knew, the scripture he knew what to do. Because he, Philip and Andrew did not know the miracle working power of God. But Jesus knew. He knew that the key to sufficiency is by the power of thanksgiving. And the Bible is saying that most of us give thanks when things go well. But the miracle of thanksgiving is when things are not going well. releases the miracle because it's nice to say thank you when everything's okay but when things are not okay can you say thank you but that's what Jesus knew Philip did not know Andrew did not know but Jesus knew that there's a miracle in saying thank you when things are difficult John you are my friend God will always favor you God will always bless you. God will always give you a long life. I saw in the spirit, you will live a full age. You will never lie in any hospital bed. Amen. You're good. You're good. You are good. 
Because somebody should actually receive the key of knowledge. You are struggling in the marriage because you don't have knowledge about marriage. Yeah. Jesus knew. Andrew and Philip did not know. Because you see, Selena, saying thank you when you are blessed, everybody does that. Do you understand what I'm saying? But Jesus knew about saying thank you when things are difficult. Because you know that when you can say thank you, when things are difficult, it releases the miracle power. He himself knowing what to do. That's what the Bible says. Maybe you know what to do. Everybody pray. It's an anointing. I just want to pray for this last student again. My dear sister, okay, let me pray. Uh, sister, okay, let me pray for you. You will know what to do. No, you don't have to. You can, you can stand up. Yeah, that's what I was going to pass you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for the key of knowledge. The key of knowledge. Because of the key of knowledge, you will not fear. You will not be afraid. Because you will know what to do. 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 Because God has shown you what to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Take her to another level because she knows what to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you. The key of knowledge has come. a blessing. All right. Well, I guess we have close. Um, birthdays, right? I want to close you. <laughs> huh? I want to close. I really want to close. Wow! Happy birthdays, Joe Brenner. Wow! Today, if you are getting a birthday prayer special, because there's a strong anointing here. <laughs> Father, we thank you for Brother Joe. Sakalima Zondoli Ama Akandali Amama. Thank you for adding another year to his life. May he not lack the key of knowledge. What to do, what to say, what to go. A blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Akosia. Wow. It's a blessing. It's really a blessing. Father, thank you for our daughter Akosia. Masakata Anali Ama Azanali Amama. Rekata Anali Amama Mama. The Bible says there was a lady in the Bible. Her name was Lydia. 
God bless. She was a dealer in purples. It means God bless the work of her hands. Akosia, may you be deal in purple. May you deal in wealth. May you deal in prosperity. May the works of your hand be blessed. And more importantly, and more importantly, may you love God more. In Jesus' name. Amen. Happy birthday. Wow, you're blessed. Hey. The Bible is amazing to know. Sister Georgina. Hey! Wow! Come somewhere. Thank you. Father, thank you for our dear sister Georgina. Raka Mekanoli Ama Azonoli Ama Mamaran. The Bible said that your youth shall be renewed like an eagle. I pray for you renewed strength renew ability renewed power may your strength never go down may you stand between the porch and the altar may the Lord bless the residue of your years with blessings supernatural may your mouth be filled with laughter you will laugh again than ever before in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah hey. Father, we thank you for sister again. Thank you for the power of thanksgiving. Amen. The power of thanksgiving. Amen. The power of thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for that knowledge. Amen. Because of thanksgiving, she will always have more than enough. Amen. Because of thanksgiving, she will always be on top. Amen. Because of thanksgiving, whatever is a challenge to others will be easy for her. Amen. May the miracle of thanksgiving always be with you. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. My Lord and my God, let your blessing be upon her. Father, the Bible says, and Deborah judged Israel. So, though Deborah was a woman, she was given the ability to rule and to judge. Give MFR the strength and the ability of Deborah. May you sit in higher chairs. May you sit in higher chairs. May you be among those who take decisions. And may the Spirit of God always guide you. In Jesus' name, Amen. You will rule, you will rule, you will rule, you will rule. Hallelujah. Amen. Just the Holy Spirit, not here. Remember the pastor who prayed for you. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw the Spirit, you are sitting on the high chair. You will rule, you will rule. <laughs> Hallelujah. If today is your first time, please give I'm sorry we had to go over, but give me a wave. Today is your first time in church. Please wait for me. First time. All of you are old members. Oh, wow. All of you over here are old members. Oh, God bless you, brother. Thank you. Please welcome him for me. Please welcome him properly for me. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. 
All right. So ministry meetings after church. And then make sure that you register for camp. And there's a few more announcements. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yes, sorry. The miracle of Thanksgiving. And there's a couple here who wants to thank their Lord. Let us welcome the couple as they come to thank their Lord. For the Lord has done a wonderful thing. And it's marvelous in their sight. Put your hands together for Mr. and Mrs. Kaiba. You haven't read that one. We are the Kalimas. Hold on for that one. This is the Kalimas. Give Mr. Isaac the one to thank the Lord for what the Lord has done. God has been good to them. These are, you know, these are more like mag- mag- magazine, mag- magazine couples. How was it? They just got married. They went on a honeymoon. And everybody comes back after a week. But it, they came back a month because. <laughs> So what do you What do them so long? Yeah. Uh, God bless everybody. Um, yeah, we're just living in high high places, and <laughs> we want to come back down. So <laughs> um, sorry it took long, but we're just here to give thanks. And uh, Mrs. Kalama is gonna take over. Yes. Um, we just wanted to come here and say thank you because God has been so faithful to us. Um, we've been blessed by everyone who's been contributing, supporting, praying, and advising us. Um, we're so blessed and so grateful. But more importantly, we're so blessed for LP Elaine and Reverend Asai. They've been such pillars. <laughs> They've been such great pillars in our lives. And counseling us and walking with us step by step so we are so grateful for the entire congregation and also Reverend and Elf. You still haven't said what took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody goes around for what? What happened? What happened? How was it? Uh, oh, you got, you, you, you got lost in mass. We got, <laughs> yeah, we, we got lost in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> they got lost in Hawaii. <laughs> no. How, 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 how was it? Tell us. It was great. <laughs> Put your hands up for the Kalimas. <laughs> they said it was great. God bless you, the Pressure. Wow, pressure. He's giving a Thanksgiving offering. God bless you. Amen. Isn't the God lost in Hawaii? It's nice. Okay, more weddings. Wedding bells, wedding bells, wedding bells. Go oh, quickly, brother. Hey. They'll be angry at you. Okay, save the date. Echo and Ella, that's next week Saturday. I got him married in Accra, Ghana on the 5th of August. So if you can go to Accra, find your way to Accra or go by Zoom. <laughs> Amen. Is that the only wedding? Another wedding. Weddings. Weddings. Put your hand together for Rachel. John and Rachel are getting married in Accra, Ghana on the 19th of August 2023. If anybody here 
in this congregation knows any reason why Rachel should not travel to Accra, Ghana and marry John. Say it now or forever hold your peace. Anybody? Anybody? You are blessed, Rachel. It's a sign. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Your Saturday is coming. One, one day we'll also be announcing your wedding. Ask somebody start to push the gate to September 1st. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please stand up to your feet. Thank you, brother neighbor. I've enjoyed your company in church. Tell a person, you are my brother. We may have our differences, but we are together. Amen. Lift up your hand for a blessing. Father, thank you for a blessing. Thank you for the blessing of unity, the blessing of a family. Father, one shall put away a thousand which I put away 10,000. Because of our unity, may we do greater exploits. In Jesus' name, Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com